Hey, 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 guys, what's up? This is the Best You Nation. I'm Adler, and this is Finn. What's up? <sighs> my goodness, my gracious, golly gee, oh my. How are you guys doing? Finn, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty swell. Um, it is, by the time this comes out, this will be a few days right before your birthday, actually, right? I'm pretty sure... Actually, it'll be approximately, and as we drum roll, just gonna. It will be yes. It will be the week before my birthday. It'll be the thirtieth. I know. See, I I know I was right. I know I was right. Um, so happy early birthday. That's that's first and foremost. Thank you so much. And man. if you guys would do me a favor and definitely hop on um our Instagram and wish the Finn Foster a happy blessed birthday. He is now 29. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, But, you know, just, you know, do, you know, show us some love and show Finn some love uh, by, you know, just wishing him a happy birthday. And while you're at it, if you want to show more love, definitely check out um, TBYN Worldwide. Um, That is our website, the official website. And we have coffee. We've got shirts. We've got memorabilia. We've got hats. We've got a whole bunch of stuff you guys can take a look at. Plus, we have memberships, and we have so much more. Definitely just take a look at it, explore, and just play with the website. Um, And I believe we're going to start a new segment today. It's called Storytime with Finn Folster. And we're going to have a interesting story. Well, I thought it was funny. I thought it was uh, funny, too. A nice little um, story for Finn, and he's going to share it with us. Take it away. So, if you guys remember, years and years and years and years and years and years ago, probably like 10 years ago, I think, I'd say about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you probably remember that iconic commercial where... This is a State Farm commercial. The iconic State Farm commercial with the lady wakes up in the middle of the night and she's like, or what was it, the guy? The guy is talking to Jake from State Farm. Mm-hmm. And the wife comes down. Who are you talking to? Jake from State Farm. Okay, let me talk to Jake from State Farm. And it's literally, what are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? We might, you guys probably remember that iconic uh, yeah, commercial. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll do. Yeah, I'll do. So, of course, today we... Uh, well, not even that. They also revamped it and they brought back Jake from State Farm, but they switched him up. He's now a black guy. And looks His like, name is Jake. And he looks like Adler. Very similar. I get that um, quite often. Um, so he is now the new Jake from State Farm. And he does wear khakis, ironically. He does. And wears a red polo. Funny enough... Yeah. As you guys know, Finn got a new car got a last year or two weeks ago yep. at this point. And um, Tony from State Farm calls. Yep. Tony from State Farm's like, hey, Finn, what's up, man? This is Tony from State Farm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I hung up on the first time. And then the second. Which sec- I thought was incredibly rude. Ah, uh, dude, it's just because I have USAA. I already I have insurance. I don't need someone trying to pitch me a sale. I already got what I need, you know, cars insured, cool stuff. Well, naturally, it. because Tony is a go getter and he's he has a very positive, like, because I heard him on the phone. He has Twice. a very positive aura about him. And we, we I can appreciate that. And so he calls back a second time, and to which Finn re- replied, well, I said, hey, Tony. He's like, hey, I think we got disconnected. And I said, no, I want to talk to Jake from State Farm, not Tony from State Farm. And Tony got very sad. You could hear it in his voice like, oh, uh, okay. His energy immediately <laughs> deflated. He was like, hey, how you doing? This is Tony from State Farm. I guess we must have got disconnected. And I just want to let you know that I've got an excellent quote for you. And then Finn says his whole thing, Jake from State Farm. He's like, oh, uh, 
Jake from State Farm. Mind okay. you, Adler's on the other side of all this, laughing <laughs> and trying to hold his like his laughing because it was it was the response yeah, it's, it's that I very, gave. Very generic. Uh, and so you know, obviously, you know, Jake hangs up or not, uh, Tony, Tony hangs Tony up. And so, forty he, minutes later, he proceeds to text uh, Finn uh, about forty minutes later, and then says, he says, "Hey, Finn, this is Jake from State Farm. <laughs> I heard you wanted to speak to me. Are you still interested in receiving the auto quote?" And I said, "Bro, A for effort. However, I am a I am a vet and have USAA. And then, of course, if you guys can see this, I will try to." He sends me this. He sends a picture of Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm. And he's just like, yeah, so here I am. And it's like literally, a, it's like a paper cutout cut of Jake. Oh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and so now he sends it and he's just like, yeah, hey. Glad I was able to make you laugh. Thank you for your time and I hope you have a great day. Hey, I don't know who you are, Tony, but we love you here at the Best You Nation. We shout out to you, man. From you State have Farm. An excellent, positive mentality, and that's something that we love, and we we definitely need a, a form of positivity. I'm not gonna lie; I've never experienced that because you know how most people get those random spam calls. Yeah, call you. insurance companies, car people—they always call you, but it's like for them to go the extra mile to actually hook me up with Jake from State Farm—that yeah. was pretty. Uh, but pretty e- solid. but even better though is the fact that even though he was actively getting rejected. He's like, hey, I wow. have no interest in you feel like at a all. Person. I mean, I'm just saying, it's not, it's not. But bad I did. Person. I actively did. You rejected him. him. I did. I and did. then did. he still came back with a wonderful mindset. And like, I think that le- the lesson that I pulled from Tony is, no matter how bad the situation is, you can always choose to be a positive form of light instead of being negative. Because at any point in time, he could have been like, yo, screw, like, screw you, F off, all this stuff. But he didn't do that. No. He took it very lightheartedly. He made a joke back. He reached out, gave you a picture of Jake. Like that right there, that's persistency uh, at, at its best, at its greatest. And I think, yo, Tony, you're killing it. You're the best. You, you will be successful in life because you know how to handle whatever comes your way. That's right. That's Thank right. you, Tony. Thank you, Tony, from State Farm here in the Orlando area. Don't know where you're at, but if you ever listen to this, yeah, thank you. We love you. Appreciate you, bro. Um, that being said, as you can tell, you know, obviously this season we were doing, we've been doing a lot of like, you know, picking out of the proverbial basket, um, so that way we can come up with wonderful topics, so that way we can discuss emotionally intelligent, high-level conversations about things that we all struggle with. So, um, unfortunately, Miss Cassandra, she's busy, she's working, and she's out here making the bacon. She's vegan, so that's funny. That's actually not funny. It's she's hilarious. not vegan anyways, she's vegetarian. Vegetarian, okay. But she's making the bacon. She, you know, the, it's, it's funny to me. Uh, it's, it's a carnivore drug. I, I got it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm... This is a conversation we have all the time. Is that she think I always say that I'm vegetarian? She's like, you can't go around telling people that because they're lying. And I said, no, I'm not. You know, I'll go through a season where I only eat vegetables and you know, from now non-meat on, meat things. So I can't call myself a from vegetarian. now on. You need to say I am predominantly vegetarian. So predominantly means most of the time you're doing it. So that way it, she can't be like you're lying. Now this is true. That's true. That's true. true. And I, I mean, I do eat more chicken and turkey than I used to, and, and I well. I went back to my ways, which is eating chicken, turkey, and, you know, different stuff. I had a $75 steak. Yikes. Yeah, that was okay. pretty, that It was very good. Cool. Very good. It was a, it was a ribeye. <laughs> a New York, is it a New York strip or a ribeye? I don't know. Whichever one is, it was like, oh, It's probably a New really York good. strip, yeah. 
Um, but all right, let's let's get back on topic. Yeah, let's get on topic. Um, Ms. Cassandra, she's not here. We we appreciate you. We love you. You're the first lady of the Best You Nation. You always will be the first lady of the Best You Nation. But however, the show must go on. That being said, thank you for tuning in. Um, we already did the housekeeping stuff, so I think it's time for us to pick what's in the basket, what's left of the basket, because we put a whole bunch of stuff in there. So we're gonna we're gonna. I'm not sure if you can hear the ruffling. The eyes shut. I'm doing my best Ray Charles impersonation, CB Wonder Woman. And now, topic of the day. The topic of the day. Hot. Coming in hot. According to this paper, it says that you still don't feel like an actual growing up. Oh, I like this one because that I actually, this is something I, I struggle with and I'm going to forever struggle with. So... You don't feel like an actual grown-up. Um, so, you know, like, when you... Every person... Let me start off like this. Every single person that walks this earth has a mental image of who you perceive yourself to be. Right. When I close my eyes and I have this mental image of who I perceive myself to be, I still feel like that 18-year-old high schooler that's graduating out, like graduating from the senior year, and I just feel like I'm just, you know, I'm just like, I guess a, a slightly bigger, but I'm still that same person, that same kid, and so like when I find myself doing adulting stuff, I'm just like, wow, I actually feel like an adult, but I only get that feeling sometimes. So, like, literally the other 90% of the time, I just don't feel like I'm adult enough or mature enough. Or maybe not mature enough. That's the wrong wrong word. But just, like, uh, I'm silly still. And I still like to goof off. And I still like to, you know, make jokes about Jake from State Farm. Like, that's that. these are things that I like to do because that's just who I am. And so sometimes I really honestly struggle with not feeling like an actual grown-up because I don't dress like it all the time. I'm... You know, when I'm not at work, I'm wearing basketball shorts and, like, some form of, like, shirt or workout clothes or something. So, um, it's just different, you know? Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. I think that the one thing for me is that, like, I still have my uh, goofy moments. Like, I remember being a class clown throughout some of my years of school. And it's just that concept of not caring what people think. And that does come with you as you get older. I feel like you kind of go through this wave where it's like through your younger years you're that you're just like you don't have any awareness of judgment you're not you don't care about what other people really think because you're still you're just you're just being you and then you go through middle school high school you're like ah oh, man it's all about status you start realizing who you are you kind of go through this awkward stage of becoming a teenager and then you're an adult but then it's like people say as you get older you care less but it's kind of like a resemblance of being a child because you know yeah you are doing the adulting stuff which sometimes sucks. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but it's like a lot of adult stuff jokes. Sucks. Yeah, laughing, doing stupid stuff. Like there are times that I do things or say things, and Cassandra says, "Man, you're just you're just you're acting like a kid." She said it the other day. I'm like, yeah. I look at her. I'm like, "What do you mean I'm acting like a kid?" She's like, "Sometimes the things that you just do are just like super childish." And I think one of the things that we have to keep focus on. I'm gonna pass pass it back over to you here in a second. But yeah, is that realizing that being able to still maintain that i don't think we in our lifetime actually ever will grow out of our child childish ways i don't think you'll ever really 100 percent truly grow out of that i think if we were on the earth for 300 400 years which obviously will never ever happen at least in our lifetime 
if God ever decided to change that, then that's on his time. But you never really lose that. I th- or never, like, 100% leave that, that child like that state. childlike state. Yeah. yeah. So I think, for me personally, and we can talk about this throughout today's episode, I think this is going to be a great one, is that I actually appreciate having that childlike behavior sometimes. And it, because it does, it, it just, it's that reminder that you can be you, and that part of you is still you. That piece of you is just now, it's kind of like a tree. The tree was once a little seedling, and then it kind of grew and keeps growing, but you just built, you're building on, and you're getting stronger, and you're getting more and more adequate to the lifestyle and being an adult. Mm -hmm. But, take it away, man. I'm sorry. No, I mean, you're you're good. Like, I mean, so, like, I only feel like I'm a grown-up when I'm doing, like, grown-up, like, stuff. So, like, going to the tag office to go pay for a new tag or paying bills or going grocery shopping. Those are like, oh, wow, I'm, in a, I'm a whole adult. Like, <laughs> I'm doing this on my own. Um, but I, I also think that um, you don't ever actually truly grow up. Like, you may grow up in certain areas or maybe mindset or even, like, developing, like, you know, I guess game plans or whatever you want to want to call it, but you don't ever really truly actually grow out of them because like you you still have that childlike state. So like even for like new parents or stuff like that, you want to be able to um, play with your kids and keep up with your kids. And that childlike mentality that you still have within you as an adult helps you bridge that connection between yes, you know the it's kids. Part, and it's part of you. It's I, of and I think that's why it's important to still acknowledge that you have those moments where you feel this way i think we have again we've we talked i feel like a lot of our insecurities are based around of a negative connotative idea and when you transition or you pivot that thought process you realize like you said this is a really good example mm-hmm. you could look at it like oh my god i'm like a 25 or you know a 20 year old mother or father and or parents you're raising your kid and you're like why am i still why am i interested in watching bluey or why am i interested in watching like oh. these kids shows it's like Let's be honest. I'm not gonna lie. When I'm over at uh, Emily's house, and you know her two kids are, you know Michael and, and Beans are watching mm-hmm. Bluey. I'm not gonna lie. As bad as it Bluey sounds, is. it's like the it, it's it's like our generation of Sponge like SpongeBob. It's like non just like there's no nothing really educational. It's just a show of just funny stuff going on. It's like these dogs. It's a family of dogs. It's like they're Australian, whatever. That's beside the point. The point is, like, when the kids are watching this show, I'm this grown A-double-S man watching Bluey. And I'm, like, hypnotized by it. Like, I'm like, my this on screen. And I'm like, in realization, I'm like, why am I watching this? It's like, it's just the mesmerizing fact that I'm watching this kid's show, like, toddler show, young, you know, it's just that. It's like you still. It does give you that. It, it you t- you tune back into what you were saying, and I think that is important. That you still you don't want to neglect that. You don't no. want to neglect that you have that embedded in you because I think you stop living to the fullest when you do neglect or get rid of. Sorry, I just had to point that out. No, it's yeah, just, I, it just came to my mind when you said that. No, and I mean like you know, again, like I don't really ever feel like an adult unless I'm doing adult like stuff. But mm-hmm. then like. It's funny because then, like, I'll be, you know, at, you know, workers, you know, maybe not, well, not school, but at work or walk at a park or at the gym, and then I'll get people who, who are basically 
like, um, who basically would just say, like, you know, hey, you're so, quote-unquote, mature, you're so, you know, whatever. And I'll be honest with you, like, I'm, I am not, like, mature, like, a lot of the times. A lot of times, like, I, I like to be keep it loose and lighthearted, and I just operate better in that way because it just makes sense for me. Do you think it's society that kind of dictates that a little bit? Like, it has, like, a little bit of a play on how, like, think about it. You go out and about, you're not going to. Well, yes. You're not going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a quesadilla. You're not going to do that or no. Like, you're going to be like, you know what, I don't However, want However, there are some grown adults who do still fits just yeah. like that. Well, I'm just. Yeah. And, hey, listen, we're not judging anybody. What we're doing here is, though, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm not going to be like, I want a quesadilla. Like, I'm not going to do that. But, obviously, I'm reenacting the way that we think. <laughs> Right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like at a certain a certain extent, a part of it is us, but is it like a conscious mindset like, oh my God, if I do this, this is going to be embarrassing. Do you feel embarrassed when you don't act like a grown-up and you have your childish moment? Um, No, I actually embrace it. And the reason why I embrace it is because I think that like every single one of us is a, you know, we're all child, we're all children. And like you're just more so trying to find like uh, – Find a way to be comfortable in your own skin, I guess. Because being comfortable in your own skin is, like, it's really hard to do. And especially, uh, I guess, it's especially, like, in the, the the day and age, the way that society is, like, now, it's, it's different. The expectations are different. Like, it's not the same thing how, like, I grew up or you grew up. Like, it's all a whole different situation. And, um... I don't know, like, I, I guess, like, uh, the only adult things that, you know, I guess you could do is, like, you know, get, you know, no, well, not, not adult, only adult thing you could do, but, like, the, like one of the main adult things to do is, like, um, you get a job, right? Mm-hmm. And then usually by X amount of age or certain age, society will say, oh, you need to have a house, you need to have a wife, you need to have this, and you have this, and you have this, and you have this, um, but you don't really need to have all those things in order to be considered an adult. You know, being an adult is way more um, than just, you know, paying your bills and going to work. Like, what is your definition of well, being an adult? An adult. Well, that's a great question. I think being an adult is, um, I think there's more accountability and there's <coughs> a sense of independence that comes with being an adult. And it, there's a lot of adults that are, unfortunately, that don't make very good choices. I actually use this example a lot when I've worked with, you know, young adults who want to grow up fast or they say, oh, man, I want to get out of my parents' house and blah, blah, blah. And it's like... You think you do until you actually do. Oh, yeah. Say, Whoa, no, I'm, I'm on my I'm own. own. I'll share... <laughs> I can share an experience with that right like in a second. But, you know, I've worked with young adults and I, in, in my experience talking to them, a lot of them want to be grown up because it's a way for them to escape. They want to, you know, be grown because they want... Their idea of being an adult is having this sense of independence, which is essentially that's what it is. I get it, but they forget that they're. And I, myself included, have had moments where I'm like, well, well, I didn't realize there was going to be bill paying and having to, you know, have a job in order to pay these bills because money's not free and it doesn't grow on trees. So, learned that very quickly when I realized that you know bills don't pay themselves and you have to put in the work in order to get the results or the the, the reward. So exactly, essentially, like I said, in my experience with working with young adults, there was 
a lot of this idea of I want to be independent, I want to be on my own, and it's an escape more so than actually doing the role of being an adult. And I said, you know, it's interesting you don't want to listen to an adult, right? Because as kids, we don't, you don't tell, you're not my mom, you're not my dad, you can't tell me what to do. That's, yeah. that's the first response. I've used that response before too, and it's a very common response because by default, we really only we're taught to trust our parents and trust those that um who are like our you know superiors. But then I said, well, what if an adult broke the law, did some things they shouldn't do? Like let's say like terrible example, but I'll just say rob a bank, right? Even though they're an adult, would you say that you would trust that adult to tell you how to live life? And you may think to yourself, well, no, I wouldn't. But you just told me you want to trust adults or be an adult. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because not all adults are independent and reasonable about the choices they make. There's a lot of accountability that comes with being an adult. And so though being an adult is great, that title, if you if you will, it sounds great, but there's a lot of stuff that comes with that. And it's not just paying bills, like Adler said. It's more so how you hold yourself, how you communicate with people, and how you view things. Because I'll tell you, I remember when I worked at Dillard's at 18 years old. I was selling – well, actually, I was still in the men's department before I went to the Air Force. This was a job before I left for the military. And I remember there was a coworker with me that I worked with in the home department. I went over there. His name was Dennis, and he was telling me. He's like, dude, you're 18 now. Wait till you're like 25. You're going to look at life totally different. I'm like, no, of course not. He's like, yeah, you will. You will literally think differently. I'm like, no, I won't. There's no way. It's like I'm in that is such a childish way of thinking because now that I'm, you know, soon I'll be 25 in the near in the next year or so. To be quite honest, it's like looking back, it's like I oh, do question. think differently. Yeah. So what do you think and view differently now? Well, I used to think the world was a really safe, very like everybody loved each other kind of place and I f- truly don't believe that at all right now and I think that's why we do what we're doing here. This is this is a root that for us is a very strong, powerful root that we want to be able to incorporate a different perspective of, of how it should be. And that actually, you know, 18 years old, I was almost I want to say I was a bit innocent in a sense where it was like, "Oh, yeah, you know what? The world's a really good." And it's not that the world is a bad place. There's just a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of bad people in the world. And I know that sounds really harsh, but unfortunately, the way that I thought at 18, I thought that, you know, that the world was going to be a safe, good place. And if you guys look, honestly, in the last five, 10 years, a lot has changed. A lot of things have become so prevalent to people and society and cultures and different ethnicities and races. Like, there's just a lot of stuff going on. That at 18 years old, truthfully, truthfully, I wasn't like ready for that. I was almost blind to it because, or I was, I was, it was, um, I won't say transparent. I was just not exposed to it is the best way of putting it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it the way that I was thinking at 18 and the way I'm looking at it now, it's kind of a weird thought. We were talking about this off air. It's like insane to think where I would be when I'm 32 years old. Like you said it. Yeah. 22 year old, year old Adler me appreciates up, what 32 year old me has accomplished so far. Correct. So it's like there is a part of me that goes, well, why, you know, why do we change? Why do we grow? Why do we actually move forward? But why are there parts of us? This is my question for you. Why there's still, why is this? So we're talking about the childish kind of behavior, like not actually feeling like a grown up. Why does that for you still linger? Why do you allow? Because I feel like some people try to shut it off. 
turn it off, don't want it to associate with their childhood behavior. Why is it that you still allow your childhood behavior to be associated with your life at 32 years old? Um, well, I'm a big kid. That's first of all. Um, I like to act my shoe size instead of my actual age. Which What's your uh, shoe size? Uh, I'm about uh, ten and a half, sometimes eleven. It depends on the shoes. Sometimes you know, it just depends. Um, but I'm a little older than you, than you then. Yeah, yeah and shoe size. If hey, you're going by, I'm saying. eleven and a half to twelve. So, <laughs> so like, for my, my, I guess like my, my biggest thing is just being an adult is overrated, and that's something that our parents have taught us. So this is why us millennials, I'm assuming you millennial, yeah, I mean, Gen, Gen, Gen Z, Z, whatever. Yeah, fall in that category. That's we okay. are trying our best to surpass our parents, the baby boomers, because, you know, there's only, like, I guess there's only so much that um, they were actually able to expose themselves to. And so, like, um, we're trying to, like, you know, I guess even at the the standings or whatever you just want to be standards yeah you want to be able to be like competitive and i know it's it's not a competition or whatever but you want to be able to like match with um you know your coworkers and your your colleagues your friends your family and Mm -hmm. stuff like that which is why like again i'm going to go back to the whole like oh you're 30 like and i get this all the time you're 30 you're about to be 32 you need to get married you need to have kids you need to have i don't need to do any of those things you don't you don't have to do those things the reason why you don't have to do those things is because you do them when you're ready for it. You wait till you have the best um, possible situation and you make the best out of it. And if that's not the best possible situation, then, you know, move on to something else. Move, go on to something new. But you, you, I feel like with me especially, is even if somebody tells me, hey, no, don't do that, I want to at least try it at least once, maybe even twice, before I say, all right, hey, that, that, that sucked. I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. Hmm. So that's just that's just me personally. At a certain point, we have to kind of, um, I don't know, just realize that, um, like I don't realize that no matter how old you are, no matter what that situation looks like, that you are always still a genuine kid at the bottom, at the root and soul and of who you are. You're always that little boy, or little girl, or whatever. I think that at the end of the day, like you said, you know, we, I feel like embracing that part of your life, it does, it does so much essential. And I think it actually keeps a balance between being, um, it's that overrated idea that you said about being an adult. I remember about the time that, and this is, I'm going to share this experience with you. And the only reason why I'm sharing this is because now that I look back on it, like being an adult is not as as exciting. It's not as (laughs) friendly. It's not as, um, it's not as kind as we're you know as we think it is Mm-mm. i remember when i was 14 years old uh my dad you know had asked me like why my grades were low whatever and i was like oh whatever i'm hanging out with my friends and i'm you know i have a life and that was the yes, last time what, i ever said, said that you said that I told to my parent i, told I my dad, have a life i have a life <laughs> um <laughs> you're brave <laughs> i very brave for saying that. I thought I had a big experience when I said that, and my it's dad like, said, "Oh yeah, listen you... here, bro. I have a life, man. Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine saying that to my mom." My dad and I were having a conversation. Well, because my dad came in the room and he was talking to me about my grades and whatnot, and uh, the conversation was just kind of like, you know, you need to focus on this. You're not gonna hang out with your friends, you know, Boy Scouts and whatnot. And I was like, no, man, listen, I have a life. And he said, oh, good. I'm glad you have one. So what you'll do now is you're going to go to the garage and pack up your suitcase with all your stuff in it, and you can go ahead and figure out what's next. 
I was like, ooh, I started crying, got all upset. How old were you? I was 14. <laughs> so that was the last time I ever said that in my parents' household uh, because I had no idea. I, I started packing my suitcase, and he was like, son, you will never say that again in my house, will you? He's like, I'm like, no, I just want to stay. He's like, all right, listen, unpack your suitcase. You're staying. <laughs> I wasn't actually going to send you out, but the point is I'm trying to teach you a lesson. You will not say that you're growing in my house. Mm-hmm. If you have a plan to leave and you have it, you know, we have it all situated, mm-hmm. go right on ahead. He says, when you're paying bills and when you're paying the rent in your <laughs> he just went on a whole tangent. But he made a good point. It's not what it's promised. The thing about being an adult is that, yes, there are freedoms, but the freedoms come with work and also dedication and also time. You know, it's kind of like with a job. You know, when you build, uh, you build a reputation in a in a, in a company that you're working for, um, you move up and you build that. Uh, you build, I guess, equity in yourself that that reputation that essentially gives you the leadway in in essence to be able to do things from out of reward. Also, like going to school. You know, there's reward to going to school. You just more pay. There's, uh, you know, more movement as far as promotion. And eventually, you reach a level where you can make choices. There is a good thing about being an adult. And we're not saying that being an adult is garbage. It's just on how you look at it. There are a lot of people, unfortunately, that don't get past a certain place of being an adult because either a they haven't learned, or as my dad would say, they're just not ready to pass or surpass the where they are right now. And and the best way of looking at it is some people where they are right now today as an adult, that is where they feel like they are the most successful. So while we are judging people who are on the side of the road holding a sign saying, hey, homeless without a job, which in some people, for some of us, we think, well, why don't you just go find a job and go to the church, local church, and they go to the food pantry. Like that's how some people think. And I mean, it's a logical common thought process Mm -hmm. but at the same time for some people that's where they feel the most comfortable the most successful and and uh you know for some that's being an adult but it's this is not about just being an adult this is about having that concept of the childlike behavior at times you feel like you're grown up but you really don't feel like a grown up at the same time and i think it's a plus having that on the back end having those moments like hey Having not necessarily being immature, it's more so just tapping back into the the way that I thought when I was twelve, or the way I thought when I was nine. It it it's it kind of binds to you for the rest of your life because again, like I said earlier, you'll never really ever one hundred percent fully let go of that childhood because we're created, like you said, we have to pass on that time to the next generation of you know our our children and. I don't want to be this bland. You're not going to teach your kid at four months how to cook. You've got to tap back into a place that is that is uh, not foreign to you because it makes sense to you. You know what it's like to be a child. You know what it was like because you were one. So it's you're able to go back to that area of your life to make sense of it with your child so that they can develop and that, that they can enjoy what it's like to be a kid. So I think there is that part of us that we still have to like learn to embrace being – uh, that you're not going to ever 100% be a complete adult. Because it would be very boring if we were only adults and not have any kind of feeling of actually being a kid still. No, and I think that that's the, like, you, you, hit, you hit it on the head. Like, 
I'm still the guy that likes to go to arcades, um, oh, play yeah, arcades play games. Like I, I think I'm pretty sure through two weeks, three weeks ago, I actually went go karting and like oh. I did all that stuff just because, of, like I don't I don't feel like there's certain activities and I think arcades are, are one of them. Arcades and go karts are one of them. It's like it doesn't matter how old you are, you can always still find a way so to enjoy it. Yep. Exactly. And so like that's that's my, my that's my biggest thing is just. Um, I don't know what the stereotypical quote unquote adult should look slash feel like, but I do know what my version of adulting is, and I like it way more because it keeps me smiling, it keeps me young, and it makes a lot of people around me a little bit more like happier. That's right. Yeah. And for all y'all who are out there, it's like I think some people say this, and I think it's a very true statement. You're never going to be ready to really ever be a one hundred percent like being an adult, and I feel like you'll always have. You'll always be childish in some shape or form. I don't think there will ever be a really like a one hundred percent like you're one hundred. Like you said, I don't even know how to create this image of a perfect adult or whatever adulting is. Let me let me give you uh, let me give you a reference, right? So my dad is probably the most quote unquote adult person that I do know in my life, and the reason why I use him is because I've known him for the longest, and he's probably the best sample size I've seen him at his worst, his best, all of the above. <laughs> so my dad, you've met him before, mm-hmm. you'd say. If just off of impressions, so he seems like a very like serious. Yeah, he's like, a very uh, he's a very he carries himself with a very like almost like he's professional even in his personal life. It seems like so that is farthest from the truth because my dad is a big huge kid. So like my dad will like for example like one day um, maybe it was like almost ten years ago at this point, my dad came home and said, "I'm going to learn to play the, the guitar." And he gets he gets a guitar. He buys it, and he's just playing it and just, like, messing with it. And so now he's been playing it for almost, like, a good, you know, eight years, like, by himself. So now when I when I go over to his house, I see him, and he's like, hey, Sonny, check this out. And he'll still start playing, like, uh, a song or whatever. And he'll be making, like, these silly faces with it just to be like, you see? Your dad, like, your dad's playing. I'm doing it all by myself. Like, and he's just like, he's just like... It, one, he's feeling himself because he's like what he, I, he has every right to do so because now he's playing the guitar, something that a lot of people say that he couldn't do and he did it anyway. Can you see where I get it from? And he's just like, oh, okay. So he's just started playing. He's just like, look at this. Now he's like on this kick where he's like trying to learn how to play the piano and he's like, you know, obviously no one can say anything to him now. Like, if you if he says I'm going to play the piano at this point he is going to learn how to play the piano, and it's got to the point where I we went to church the other day he went he was playing at the service and he's playing the piano himself and singing, so I was just like man dad I give you props like that's 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 impressive, but more so is that he has even when he's learning something serious he has a youthfulness about him that yep. like it starts to protrude, like my my dad is the reason why I'm silly because. Like, my dad used to, like, hide in, like, dark corners and places and just jump out and scare me just for the heck of doing it as a kid. And so I'd be like, Dad, you cannot just do that. That scared me. And then he would, like, turn off all the lights in the house in super dark and then sprint off into the darkness and then go hide someplace. And because my brother and I were so slow and, like, chicken, like, never mind. I was, <laughs> we were scared of the dark. I don't want to, I got to use the right um, verbiage for that. We were scared of the dark, and because we were scared of the dark, we were, chicken. We were slow. That's, that's not a bad word. Well, there was something else I was going to add to it, but... Oh, uh, yeah, I think I know what you're <laughs> So, we were scared of the dark, and because we were scared of the dark, 
we would just like slowly move and like just be but my dad's full speed he's running around the house and we can hear him but we can't see him and we're just like dad 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 then all of a sudden the, the room goes quiet the house goes silent it's dark and as dumb little kids that me and my brother are we never thought hey just turn on the light we were just like oh no it's dark we can't turn on the lights. We're, we're we're petrified, and so we're searching for him and searching for him. And he he come to find out years later because we're like, Dad, we could never find you. Like whenever you did that, come to find out years later, my dad would climb on top of the counter and hide, like be like right uh, um, beside the wall. So like we would walk into a room and he'd be on top of the like like let's say the bathroom. We had like the I don't know if you've ever seen my parents like bathroom. He'd be on top of the counter, hiding on the like the corner, but it's dark, and us being the dummies that we are, never turn on the light. And this so, is the house like, at the, at the house now, oh, and so we'd walk into the room like, I saw him go in here. I like could I felt like okay, and we were like searching for him, and we couldn't never we could never find him. And like my 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 dad has like this uh, just way of obviously you met him before, and he comes off as a professional. He does whatever he can do that, but at the at his deep core, he's like this big, big kid, and that's who he is. Yeah. And I think that that's every single one of us has that capacity, that capability of holding on to that youthfulness. And because we have that youthfulness that we hold on to, sometimes it feels as though we're not quote unquote adult enough. But we are adult enough. You know, adult being an adult doesn't mean that you have to be adult and um, mature you're all still the time. Your, it's you're still yourself. Yeah. The tree, like I said, a seedling versus a grown-up tree. It's still the same tree. Yeah, of course. It's just a different, you're in a different time, you're in a different, you just have more to offer or there's more to do, but... The moral of the story is basically don't feel insecure like you're not adult enough. Because you're having your childish moment. Yeah, you yeah. understand that you, these they come in phases and series. So you can be the big child that you are. But you can also be the adult and just comes and goes. And, like, I've seen you act super mature in certain situations, certain scenarios. I'm like, oh, you know, Finn's, like, really holding it down. But then I've also seen you super duper immature about, like, uh, uh, what, what, I forget what the, the German word for the... Fuetzkanono? Yes, Fuetzkanono. And that's a fart cannon in your language. In German. German. So, see, I Fuetzkanono, see? And you still giggle about it. It's like, eh, fart. Uh, like, I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, we are still adults. And you have to be able to, like, please hear this. If there's one thing you appeal from this episode, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. Understand that you are not a perfect human being. There's no person that walks this uh, earth that is a perfect human being. And if you think you are a perfect human being, please hit us up over at The Best Your Nation. We'd love to have you here as a guest uh, and be on the podcast because we we've never met a perfect being. We are not perfect, and because we're not perfect, it's okay. Allow yourself that grace to understand that you're not that, and still be who you are. As long as you're genuinely striving to make improvements on who you are as a person, then there's nothing to be ashamed of. Absolutely, and, and for anybody who's out there who still probably questions themselves, and you know what's unique about having access to st stats. For the podcast, it's very interesting that a lot of our listeners. The demographic is de 25. It's, eh, that's our larger Largest, population. Okay, but 
are like overall anywhere from 18 to about 47 years old. Those are people who are listening to our show. Yes. And like, I'm not saying that we, we, we have people, a smaller portion of people in their like, you know, 50s and up, and a smaller portion of below 18. <laughs> but what we're saying is we're talking to a vast variety of people. And, you know, what I find most interesting is that people, when you're listening to what others are saying, I think that we sometimes need someone else's push or someone else's <clears throat> perspective to understand why we are the way we are. Mm-hmm. I used to think that it was crazy. We try to blend in. We I call it being a chameleon. You know, you try you're hanging around a bunch of, you know, jocks, as they would say, a bunch of like, Oh man, I'm like this football player. You try to kinda of match is that, that is that how they sound? <laughs> <laughs> I mean my perception. I, I played football in, in okay. high school. I don't feel like I sound okay. like, but go ahead, go ahead. All right, so what I'm saying is like, you, I, I played soccer, but I was also never really the most popular kid in school, right? And I'm just taking this as an example because yeah. oftentimes we try to match the people that we're with or we try to be like, and it's, you have to be you, you know, being, I actually now have embraced this like dad joke thing. Like I'm not a dad. I'm a fur, let me see if I can say it right. I'm a fur baby dad right yeah all right like i said it right because last time i could i'm say the her. father of a fur baby i'm a father of a fur baby right yes. phoebe phoebe that's yes. right um but the thing is is like it helps having that childlike behavior at times you, in the bible it actually talks about you parting away from your parents house but you will never really is it i don't know if i, sh- I, I said sh- it's parting away and then putting behind childish things yes but you will still have but you child- still do have those childish it's things. Ch- well there's childish and there's childlike Childlike. don't get those two yes. mixed up because childish is that immaturity that is like you haven't really grown up out of that okay stage of life correct yes You've stayed in that one spot. Childlike, meaning like you you behave like a child. At you times. view the the lens in which you view the world. Correct. It's just it's all perception. Yes. But I really think is. the one thing that keeps me going, honestly, is cracking my dad jokes, being funny, being goofy, reverting at times back to my behavior as a child. And it's not that I'm being a child. It's just li- living in that moment of the shoe size that I am as- because it gives me that reminder. That I can still be youthful. That I'm. As, that, as a side note, I, I really want you to expound on this before we go because I know we got to wrap up. But I have never seen any man in my whole life like Finn who gets so excited to go to Costco or coming back from oh Costco. My gosh. And I, I freaking love it because I'm just like, why are you so excited? Like, you're not a dad. Like, that's like a, a Costco is like the suburban like dad. the suburban dad like things. Like, hey, you know, I took the kids and the family over to Costco. We did the groceries and I tried a couple of the samples and everything. It was pretty nice. It was a pretty nice day, fine day. But you, I've never seen somebody who's like in the like what sub thirties and just oh man, we went to Costco, man. We I got some chicken. <laughs> It was all in bulk. We had all these veggies, all this. Like you get like really excited. I don't know if you care to expound upon it, but I, 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 I tease you about it. But I laugh because it's hilarious. Like this is that's part of that that youthful uh, exuberance that we still got to keep. Well, I think it's because like for me personally, I enjoy like it's just like this. It's just the like the thrill of being in a place where you could just find all this bulk item stuff that you 
you could buy a Publix or at a bargain. Else. Exactly at a bargain. <laughs> it's like a kid going into a candy store. Like I just know for me, like I. It, the funny part about the whole thing though is the the way that you describe me, and I'm like really tempted now to go buy. Like a like a fisherman's hat, uh, <laughs> these shorts, just, white socks, just, with sandals, and like go in there with, with a some white new balance, new balances. On. <laughs> and I, I want to do that now. But you know what? There's that. Even though I'm an adult, it's still like a childlike mindset to do something that's not your normal because you have to have fun with life. That's like a that's the childhood. Like, oh, I'm daring. How many kids are daring? Test their parents. Test the limits. Right. Mm-hmm. Why not? So I'm kind of tempted to dress up as a suburban dad and walk in there and be Do like, it. hey, we're at, we're, at, we're at Costco, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what do you guys want, kids? What do you guys want? <laughs> or Phoebe. I should bring Phoebe in there with me and be like, hey, what do you want? Get, get it's just fun. I, I think it's a fun <laughs> it's a fun trip. And, you know, there is a lot of stuff in there. And I am excited because it's like, man, I bought this for like this much. But you, like a box of cereal or Dude, I used to get chicken when I when I when you know before it all expensive and whatever. The I'd get three things of like three like a whole pack of chicken for the same price that you buy for like four pieces. I got like twenty pieces, or like three things of organic ground beef, two pound ground beef, so like a pack of three that you could buy for the same price of like two of them that are smaller, half a pound or whatever from Publix. Like it, it's just, I get excited for that stuff. Obviously, you can tell his passion when it comes to Costco, so. Yes. Um, <laughs> thank you, Finn, for sharing. We appreciate that, man. Yes. Um, please don't feel bad. Give yourself some grace. You don't have to be an adult all the time, but just understand that you do adult things and you take care of business and you, you support yourself. So you should be able to give yourself grace because you're still alive. You made it to the next day. That's right. Um, That's right. Most importantly, um, just enjoy life. And for those of you that are tuning in on a Monday, we hope that you have a blessed, strong, powerful Monday. And for those of you who just tuning in just regularly, hey, we hope you have a wonderful week. And we here at the Best You Nation like to be a source of positivity and have those intellectually, uh, emotionally intelligent conversations that we all are thinking about and that are difficult to discuss. And we just like to give a platform for people to reach out to us on Instagram. Let us know if there's a topic you want us to hit, to touch, or speak on. And most importantly, have a blessed week. Stay safe. We love you. God bless. Take care.